Yeah, I'm just out in the local park actually, uh, having a bit of a cycle ride and a walk, so getting getting a bit of a nature fix. Good, with your Annika Rice moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you like do you like my? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I might. I might. I might uh, conduct an exercise class in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wearing the lycra. Good. <laughs> Um, so uh, the reason I'd like to chat to you for Talking Travels and other stuff is um, about solo female travel, because I know you have done quite a lot of that in your time. Yeah. And just read the book. Yeah. So uh, I've traveled a lot by myself, um, backpacking or uh, for work as well. And um, and I, uh, yeah, I just felt like there wasn't much... Uh, in terms of uh, tips and advice uh, for for other girls and women that wanted to do it but had never done it before, and um, there are lots of blogs and there's a lot of social media accounts influencers um, that travel on their own, but I couldn't find much in the guidebook section of the bookshops. And sometimes there would be a chapter at the end of a book about a particular country. There might be a a, a couple of paragraphs about women's safety or um women travelers but uh there just didn't seem to be anybody writing about it in any uh, in depth so so i started writing it actually about four or five years ago and um yeah it took a really long time to finish because i was working on other things uh so i finally published it in november last year and there have been a few other books written around the topic since then so it's 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 becoming more popular now so um but yeah i just wanted to to uh get down on on paper all the things that i would have wanted to know yeah years ago that that i couldn't really find the answers to yeah yeah i guess for every woman it's different but why not or should you not travel you know there's going to be um tips and perks and advantages and disadvantages so kind of having a a, a, you know an easy to carry book or um you know on your laptop it was probably really really useful yeah exactly and it is very different for everybody of course and i and i say that in the book um i'm very much coming at it from my my own experiences and everybody's going to have a different experience but there are a lot of common threads um because i meet so many girls and women who are also traveling on their own and we we have all these conversations and you know the same things crop up again and again um and also things have changed a lot in the last sort of three or four years since the time's up me too movement um i think you know we're now it's now those conversations are now more acceptable. Um, the issues that are being raised are universal, and uh, it's time to explore them and discuss them and get them out there. Um, so, yeah, everybody's experience is different, but there are a lot of common themes. Yeah. Oh. So, what's the favourite place that you've been to as a traveller, solo traveller? 
So each place that I've been to uh, has had its own challenges. Uh, and, and, I, and in the book I talk about it's not necessarily the places that you would think are going to be more challenging. Um, so I, I often have my most difficult experiences in my own hometown or my own country. Um, and I, feel, I often feel much happier and safer in other places that um, people might think, oh, I just want to stay home, stay safe, and going somewhere else might, oh, I'm scared. But actually, for me, it's the exact opposite. I often feel a lot more connected and a lot safer in, in other countries. Um, cool. So, so um, for example, South Africa, I've been there many times. Um, I always have an amazing time on my own. Um, it's really easy to meet people. People are extremely friendly. The nature is incredible. The landscapes. Um, there's, it's got so much going for it, but I have a real hard time convincing people that it's a great place to be because people do have these preconceived ideas of what's safe and what's not safe. Um, so that's a good example of somewhere that I feel uh, infinitely happier. But if you if you said to a female you should go to South Africa on your own the first thing they would say is will I be safe or oh I'm not going to be safe I'm not going to do it so the issue of safety is is really complex and I and that was the hardest chapter to write actually the the chapters about safety um so South Africa's great Portugal is really great uh, feels very safe very friendly loads of amazing places to stay very affordable um excellent actually if um when you're going to a new city a new destination would you um, kind of book into um a hostel or would you kind of go to a nice hotel to get yourself settled and acclimatized to the kind of you know the area suss out where you want to go and then have a plan my own personal take on it is to book a private room in a hostel for the first couple of nights it depends on how long your flight has been but it definitely if it's a long haul flight I would have my own room just to acclimatize and get over the jet lag um, but I, I think hostels are great because um, they just feel like an instant community mm. they feel very safe they feel very welcoming whereas if you're in a, a hotel or even a B&B you're you're it's quite isolating actually I've stayed in a lot of hotels on my own um, and I would only do it now if I actually genuinely wanted to be on my own uh, I needed some personal space I needed to recover from something I might have done a hike or I had a, had a long journey or I just want to be on my own and not speak to anyone um, yeah because they give you that kind of autonomy don't they and you know totally you happy, um, left alone yeah yeah I agree with that actually yeah yeah, yeah. so sociable yeah so it's nice to mix it up um and do a bit of both i think uh and also at the moment there are a lot of female only dorms if you want to stay in a dorm in a hostel you don't necessarily have to share with the boys uh you know and actually they're lovely i've i've just met so many wonderful girls traveling women of all ages and that's the other thing i meet women of all ages it's another um misconception that traveling on your own is only something that you do 
up until the age of 25 or something or 30. Um, I would have said, yeah. Definitely not, definitely not. Mm -hmm. uh, no. And I'd say more and more women are traveling uh, after retirement um, on their own. And that's, that's a big demographic that I'm seeing. A, a big oh, trend yeah so and staying in female only dorms as well so it's wow. lovely because you get to meet women from all over the world who have lived very different lives and share stories mm, yeah that's cool and you're obviously kind of bridging the gap because you're not retired but you're not yeah yeah so that's yeah you know that there's kind of um an aspect in the middle where you feel completely comfortable cool yeah and how do you cope with language barriers? Do you, do you kind of push yourself to go to places where you don't necessarily speak the language? Yeah, yeah. And I do love trying out languages and uh, practicing. Um, so I did French at school and then I learned Spanish as an adult. So I did um, college in the evenings to learn Spanish. And then I traveled around South America by myself. So I did Spanish school in Buenos Aires, lived with a family, and then I traveled around South America, so I got to practice my Spanish a lot. So I feel with those two languages at a sort of average level, I can get by in quite a lot of places. Spanish will get you through many, many places. Even America, I, I backpacked around America a lot, and quite often I will resort to speaking Spanish over English uh, because of the accent. I, in America, I found that people didn't really understand what I was saying a lot of the time because of the British accent. <laughs> so as a Brit, we don't think we have an accent. We think Americans have an accent, but Americans uh, say we have a British accent. So, um, so I would either have to Americanize the way I talked or I would use Spanish words. So um, Spanish will get you through a lot. Um, and it's, I really, I love traveling in Africa and I love trying to learn um, some words in the local languages in Africa. Um, I just think it's a really nice, yeah, it's a nice way to build rapport with local people and uh, yeah, show, show connection and respect and- Absolutely, because you'll- Challenge yourself. Yeah. 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 So what um, would you recommend are the, uh, your luggage essentials? Which, what would you, what do you kind of take? What couldn't you live without? My noise cancelling headphones I take everywhere because um, I, I really value having uh, some peace and quiet sometimes. And if you're a, you know, like a noisy bus or plane uh, and sleeping, if, especially if you're in dorms, um, I take wax earplugs. So there's a brand in the UK in Boots the Chemist called Muffles. I always, I've used them for years. So Muffles earplugs and noise cancelling headphones. I would be very lost without those things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, over and above passport and credit card because once you've got your passport and credit card, you're good to go anywhere. Like, you can go anywhere in the world with those two things. Mm -hmm. um, then the headphones and earplugs. And then I try and pack as light as possible. So I only usually take a day pack. So hand luggage um, and take, you know, as few things as possible. So, I, I, but I also take a laundry soap, like a bar of soap, not a, a gel. Mm -hmm. um, 
and so I just hand wash as I go or do laundry in the place that I'm in depends because hostels are great because they also have laundry facilities and kitchens yeah so um I've seen how light you pack you're very and my 15 pairs of shoes <laughs> yeah because I've, I've done the 15 pairs of shoes thing and I yeah I can't go there again um I also quite like the fact that you have minimal choice in you know in what you're going to put on and what you're going to um use because so much of traveling is about focusing outwards and experiencing stuff and if you're if you've packed too much you're still in that you're still focusing on on what you're wearing and you know what is your possessions and mm. it's quite nice to let go of that mm. for a time you know not forever but for a time just to just to lighten your load mentally psychologically yeah yeah I think when I did a long stint of traveling um I just really appreciated getting settled kind of in Australia because then I could go shopping and not be wearing the same thing but I did recycle it you know just right. get rid of that so I don't have to cart around but just even from a pictures point of view you know around Southeast Asia I'm going to look nicer in pictures now I'm going to be wearing something different <laughs> but yeah cool so um how do you cope with feeling lonely as a as a solo traveler Mm. yeah this is a tough one um I'll be honest I don't feel lonely very much in just generally in life um it's not something that I've thankfully had to deal with much um I think that's a personality thing though I'm I'm I really like my own company if anything it's the opposite I've what I find more challenging is not getting enough time by myself <laughs> when I'm traveling that's I find that more challenging than feeling lonely um but that's that's my personality um I really have to carve out time to be alone when I'm traveling because it's very easy to get swept up in in other stuff and people and to never have time by yourself so um I would say traveling by yourself is not a lonely experience by any stretch I would say it's the opposite I would say it's extremely sociable and I would also advise people if they are thinking of traveling on their own or who maybe do find it difficult um because they might feel lonely or because they might be worried about being alone or feeling lonely I would say that's the that's the that's the juice that's the thing to be doing it for because so much of life is about almost distraction really so much of life is about um just constantly having stuff going on and uh and traveling on your own is is kind of about being more at peace with yourself and hence you know not packing so much because a lot of it is about letting go and Mm -hmm. um and being okay on your own and being comfortable with yourself um Mm -hmm. it's you know like riding a bike or something you know until you have to do it a few times and then once you've done once you've got it once you've got that skill of being alone and being okay and not just 
suffering on your own, but actually really getting to know yourself and being happy. Mm. Yeah, you can go anywhere. You can. It's like riding a bike or learning how to drive a car. Once you've got it, you're good for life. You will never be seeking out unhealthy relationships ever again because you don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. Mm. You're more than fine on your own. You're really, you're happy. And then anyone that comes into your life or that you want to spend time with, you, it's then a choice. You can choose to be with them or not. Yeah. Power. I like that. <laughs> it's true that you make choices. You don't have to do anything or go anywhere. You can just sit on the beach, read yeah. a book on a hammock spend ages over your morning coffee you can go and write yeah yeah exactly yeah you can enjoy or hang out with whoever you want to hang out with but if they get you know if you decide they're not for you or you know you just walk away there's no you're not kind of hanging on to people because you can't be on your own or you don't want to be alone and I think a lot of people do that and I understand why it's very uh, normal very common but once you've kind of broken the seal on that situation there's no going back you're very you're a very free individual after that um however so i would say if if somebody is feeling lonely or they or they're worried about feeling lonely and that's stopping them from embarking on a solo trip just know that there will be tons of other people traveling on their own as well who uh you can meet up with travel with hang out with um you can take a book to dinner you can um listen to podcasts on long bus journeys take your laptop if you want to start writing a book or start writing a blog Um, there's numerous ways to entertain yourself while you're transitioning from from being somebody who's afraid of being alone to somebody who's totally cool with being on their own there's lots of things that you can do um to help ease the sense of Mm self-consciousness and how do you find it as um would you go to a bar alone in a kind of where south africa in spain and that's fine you don't you find that these kind of you're not curved on or kind of (laughs) you know oh that girl's on her own oh gosh well it's yes it's a case-by-case basis Mm -hmm. with all of this by the way with all of this it's a case-by-case basis Mm -hmm. so you get really good at tuning into your intuition and what's what's right and wrong for you um so there's no kind of broad brush approach um you know you might walk into a bar and just get a really bad vibe and or or meet you know there might be a guy at the bar who is perving at you just you just walk away um but uh Oh gosh, and that, that I think that's another skill that you learn is listening to your intuition and not being afraid to act on it. So mm-hmm. I, on principle, I would go into a bar on my own uh, and I have many times. And actually there's something really... Uh, liberating. Uh, liberating, but really exciting and adventurous yeah. about being in a new city and going to a bar on your own. Uh, and seeing what happens and obviously you have to really keep your wits about you as a woman but I think once you've got the whole thing under control as in you're fine in your own skin you're comfortable you're confident there's something really uh 
exciting about those situations that you can then put yourself in knowing that you can get yourself out mm -hmm. at any point that you're not going into that situation because you're desperate for company or you're desperate for you know whatever mm. you're going into that situation as a, as a like fully fledged adult who can get in and out and why shouldn't we be able to go for a glass of drink on our own yeah great yeah yeah. And I spoke to a girl, I met a girl last summer, a French girl uh, in Portugal when I was traveling there. And we had this conversation about bars because I said, um, you know, when you walk into a bar as a woman on your own, it's a very like bars generally and pubs in the UK are very male environments. And um, I think you wouldn't really see them necessarily as male environments unless you were a woman on your own. Mm. If you're a woman with a group of friends or with a partner, and of course, if you're a, a, a man or a bloke, you're not going to see that bars and pubs are male environments. You're not, that's going to be a blind spot for you. But if you're a female on your own, walking into a bar is a very intimidating experience um, because nine times out of ten it's going to be blokes who are propping up the bar they're probably going to be on their own uh they look at you they might give you sideways glances uh they might you might feel judged you might feel pitied. you might there's there's a whole load of emotions going on in the room that you pick up on um and i spoke to this french girl about it and she she said that she does it all the time. She'll just go in and walk up to the bar, order a drink, sit there, have a chat. She, she never lets it stop her from, from doing that. And I'll be honest, you know, I've done it lots of times and I do it, but I very much, I feel that you do feel self-conscious. You do feel like, oh God, are people staring at me? But it's fine for a guy to do it. It's absolutely fine for yeah. a bloke to walk into a pub and prop up the bar for 10 hours. Absolutely yeah. fine. <laughs> to be honest, I have to do it when I need a wee. <laughs> so I, have, I don't care. I don't care. I need to use the toilet. I'm going to have to buy a drink. And then I'll just get out my phone or I'll just get out you know, whatever, and just sit there while I'm having my lime and soda or whatever. But, you know, yeah. you know why not? And do you sit at the bar or do you, do you tend to sit, you know, take like a corner seat or? Oh no, no, not the bar. Just at a table. Only once I've sat at the bar when I've been stood up. <laughs> okay. And I just thought, well, I'm going to wait. And then, yeah. And then I had my wine. But, um, that leads me on to just my last question. Cause I'm aware of time. Um, yeah. Have you ever used a dating app whilst you've been away or do you oh. people or? Are you no, I, God, it's really sad, isn't it? No, I haven't. Uh, no, and and I, I think it's just, yeah, that's slightly passed me by. I meet guys a lot when I'm traveling, but I don't use dating apps. Um, but I know other loads of other girls do. Like I'm always talking to girls who are traveling and they're they're going on a Tinder date that night, and I'm like, <laughs> you've only just arrived. How are you? Like, that is all completely new to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I've done it, and if you put it in your blurb that you are traveling, you know, or you're just here for, you know, you just want friendship or you just want to be shown around, um, yeah. I don't see the problem in that. No, I don't see the problem <laughs> in it at all. It's, it's just, it's not in my, it's not been part of my travel experience. It's not in yeah. my world. I have no problem with, problems with it whatsoever. Um, 
I guess, yeah, as long as you're safe, as long as you people know where you are. Um, then, yeah, but like, like with all travel experiences on your own, you just, as long as you're safe, as long as you've got your wits about you, it's all good. Mm, cool. Oh, well, on that <laughs> note, we shall sign off here. Thank you very much for your time. Thank and, you. Um, stay right on the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, folks. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. What fun has There's no harm in following a first-class darling. I think I might. Don't worry, she doesn't follow.